A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Um, we were joined by Margaret Caborn-Smith, who is an uh, actress and comedian who has a new podcast mm. about crushes. Yeah, about, about who you had a crush on as a, as a, yeah. in, in your teenage years mm. and as an adult. And she went to meet hers, Paul. She did, with a football flavour. So uh, you'll hear that. Um, we also chatted to uh, Phil Tufnell. Yes, um, always nice to talk to Phil. Talked a bit of cricket, Ben Stokes news, uh, of course, today, which is all very exciting. And uh, he, he looked back on a varied and unpredictable career. Yes. And uh, we had a bit of a chat. We did, we? we had a lovely old chat. We chatted about some various bits and pieces. Yeah. So I think that should do you. Here it all is. <laughs> Charm. Good afternoon, Paul. Yeah, I like the Lee Leopard story. It's a great story, isn't it? And they went through lots of other animals with L. Or do you think they just went with leopards no. straight it was, away? Well, Derek Beaumont joined us on uh, Friday, the, uh, the owner of the club. And yeah, they were Lee Centurions last year. Yeah. And they, 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 people scoffed. They said, oh, yes, a lot of old nonsense. But we say we saw him uh, at Warrington right at the start of the season. And he believed... And yeah, there's been a bit of pushback. And but if you only got a look at the amount of leopard skin that was on yeah. show uh, the other day for the game, would a leopard be any good at rugby league? Put them in, they'd be fast. But they yeah. don't look. They're not that chunky, are they? Leopards. Okay. I reckon if you tackle, I think you're overthinking. I think it if a you bit. tackled one, I think they'd yeah. like they'd be be a bit weak in the tackle. You think? Let, you'd have to catch them well, first, though. If I let one out and let it chase <laughs> you down and pin you at the ground, we'll find out, Charlie. Find, find out. out how weak they are. Huge news, Paul, for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Just a little bombshell before we start the mm. show. Um, I've always said sc- uh, sc- uh, scones. Have you said scones, scones and cream? I'm Is a, you saying no, scones? I'm a, I'm a scone man. Are you saying scone? Yeah. I think you're right. I'm scone, so it's, I say it's, scone. It's years and years of me saying scone. But someone said to me, well, you don't say for, for an ice cream con. Do you? No, it's, co- it's a cone. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's that's and that's completely changed your mind on it. Well, it? so what we need is, you know, they mm. get those get, they get footballers now to do say their name, so yeah. you know how to say their name. Mm. We need to get a scone or a scone to say well, what they're it's only called. A matter of time before the last leg get you to dress up as one. <laughs> <laughs> An AI. We need to ask AI what uh, what it's called. Anyway, there we are. So okay. that was it. I've changed how I say scones from now on. On the basis of that, it's scone from from here on in. Brilliant. Well, that's good. Welcome to the scone family. Thank, thanks so much. Welcome to the scone thanks family, so much. Charles. Lovely to have you. Yeah. What do you want rescinded? Gary yeah. O'Neill last night. I mean, I mean, look, they're not going to do it because he still kicked off and he even said after the game, 
I spent all afternoon with John Moss and, uh, and and Howard Webb and they were telling me about the new rules. I still managed to get myself a yellow card. He did kick off. He had a bit of a go at the... But understandably, but they won't rescind it. But there are times in life where you think, that deserves rescinding. Yeah. I mean, within reason. I mean, if you're doing a five-stretch for robbery, we're not interested in hearing <laughs> from you. They ain't going to get that rescinded. But if if there's something you've done, it might be recently, if you did something you think deserves rescinding, tell yeah. us the story and see if we're in a position to rescind it. I um, once won the town fun run, Paul. Yeah. School's fun run, it was. Mm. And I won it by an absolute mile. Wow. And as I was getting the medal, I looked round. How long was it? Was it a th- mile it long? Three miles now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three miles. by an absolute mile. It was a. Uh, yeah. I looked round, and everyone else I'd say was a foot shorter than me, yeah. and, and they were all under <laughs> 10. And how old were you? About 36? About, I was about six, 15, 16. Oh, okay, right. Turned out it was a primary school's run. And no, right. one had, no one had told my school. Ah. So they took the, they took the medal off me. And gave it to the child who was second. They actually took it off your neck. <laughs> Which, I think that's bad. I'd, I'd like, that, th- I'd like also, that rescinded. When, when you 15-year-old Charlie Baker, yeah, yeah. did you have a, Did you look very young? Did you look like no, a 10-year-old no, when you were no, 15? No, I just... I, I mean, I, what about I, the beard? Did that give it away? <laughs> I'd like that rescinded. I'd like the trophy back. Really? I'd like that the trophy back. That 10-year-old... If that 10-year-old it still annoyed me. It still well, annoys if, me. If you were the 10-year-old that um, remember seeing... Um, a little short lad who was clearly 15 with a beard having a medal ripped from his neck. And where was it? In what part Newton of the Abbott. Newton, Newton Abbott. Abbott Newton Abbott, of course. The Newton Abbott uh, 10K primary school fun run. No, not the 10K, three miles. Oh, three, three miles, miles, sorry. Three so if... Um, school, it was school's fun run. Okay. I said, so... I was at but school. But you rented for it uh, by mistake. By a, a secondary school. I was at secondary I school. I reckon they did that on purpose and <laughs> made you look like an idiot. Well, wouldn't be, put, wouldn't be surprised. Put Baker in, but he's 15. <laughs> yeah, it'll be funny, though. A couple of the sports teachers. It was embarrassing. Feet on the desk. It was embarrassing. Were you always intimidated by that? This is just this is just for uh, the, the, the people YouTube. on YouTube. I've got my feet on the desk. Oh, yeah, very nice. I like that. Yeah, right. and there'd be three sports... I'm off mic now. Three sports <laughs> teachers. I've got my feet on the desk. Three sports teachers, and what I'm saying... Yeah, what do you want, Hawksby? Oh, yeah. Want to know if you're in the football team? Oh, yeah, yeah. They should just pin it up at my school. They just pin it up. It was like being bullied by sports teachers. They'd sit their feet on the desk and all have a cup of tea. And you're going, sir, I just want to find out. (laughs) Hello. Oh, yeah, you want to find out if you're playing, not the way you played last time. And then one of them would start laughing. Three sports teachers. Do your tie up. We had a sports teacher who would uh, throw a cone at you. Road, uh, like a traffic oh, no, not cone. like an ice cream. No, a traffic cone. Really? Yeah, he'd chuck it out if you got it wrong. Just chucked, bang. Wow. Cone at your bang, cone at your oh, head. How do we get here? Oh, yeah, the <laughs> ones that wound you up as a 50. Okay, what were you rescinding this afternoon? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything you want rebranded? Do you want your club rebranded? Yes. Um, yes, so this has come in from Roger from Mansfield, who's got leopard experience. Charlie, you have no idea. Well, oh, that could okay. be the title of this show. <laughs> Leopards are pound for pound the strongest cat. Okay. They actually carry their prey miles once killed and even drag yeah. it up trees. I imagine you being dragged up a tree. It'd be marvellous, Charlie, <laughs> wouldn't it? And you'd be you'd be just drifting and out of consciousness thinking, oh, I've got this wrong about yeah, leopards. These, actually, they're quite, last, they are quite tough. Your last living thought was, blimey, he's going up a tree now. Do you know what, though? If I was like, if I, if I get over 80, Paul, I don't mind being eaten by a leopard. <laughs> I'll take You'll be a it. bit tough, won't you? I'll take it, though. It looks like getting old I mean, looks I think miserable, the, I to I think the leopard would leave you at the bottom of the tree, but gamey old Charlie Baker. <laughs> How did he die? He was eaten by a leopard. Roger adds, I mean, deer-sized <laughs> animals at that. Roger can't get over how stupid you are when it comes to leopards. Well.
been said before. Yeah. Um, Sly and the family scone, says... Oh, or, or is it scone, Neil, oh, says uh, no, in Waltham Abbey. Now, isn't it? Yeah. What about gone and tone, says uh, Sean in Harrogate? Well, I have a strange way of saying... Go- I say gone anyway. I, gone. I don't really want to get involved in this debate because no, no, the next no, thing up is what's your favourite biscuit? Yeah, let's not have a I mean, We might as well biscuit. pack up no, and go I, home I wasn't trying to that. go for that. I was trying to do a little joke about footballers having to say their own names. That's okay. all I was, that was doing. Good. You know. It was good, Charlie. That's all I was So, doing. rebranding. Everyone know about that. That and being eaten are. by a leopard. That's um, all I wanted to talk about. Have you ever been eaten by a leopard? 03717. And, uh, yes, we're also interested in... Oh, your worst review, Charlie. We're going to oh, come on to no, that. No, you showed us a review earlier on, didn't you, of the, <laughs> the new show with uh, new uh, Larry show. Lamb and Alison Steadman, yeah. which is uh, it's kind of one of these sort of celebrity travel shows. Uh, it's been quite, it? a lot, quite a lot of those, aren't there? I think There's we've, got, I think we've had them. enough of those now. Uh, Alison and Larry, Bill and Ricky to Barry review. Of course, they were in Gavin and Stacey, weren't yeah. they? But the review in The Guardian today says, Bill and Ricky to Barry, the dullest celebrity travel show of all time. Our <laughs> Gavin and Stacey co-stars Alison Steadman and Larry Lamb, even friends. Oh. You can't tell from this mind-bendingly banal failure of a series. Oh, no. Who is responsible for this flop? <laughs> yeah. Alison's, and there's a picture. Alison and Larry embark on an essentially uneventful trip. Uh, it's on UK TV. It's had a right shoo-in. I yeah. mean, it's... Good it's afternoon made, if you're listening, it's Alison me, and Larry. It's made me want to watch it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, definitely. I'm watching that now. Yeah, I mean, it's driven me Absolutely. to go and watch it. But I did point out, it, maybe it'll kill off the genre, but hopefully after Hawksby and Baker in Tahiti, oh, yeah, that's which, is, be lovely, which is yeah. coming to you on uh, Dave soon. Oh, looking for leopards. Hawksby yeah. and Baker looking for leopards. Yeah. <laughs> Hawksby looking for leopard, freeing a leopard, and it chasing <laughs> down Charlie Baker just to see how tough they are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've been uh, rescinding things for people, Paul, haven't we? People yeah, we Film hard done by yellow card should be rescinded. Well, I yeah. really think it should be. Uh, Widow in Mansfield has been in touch. Hello, Widow. I'd like the Liverpool goal versus Mansfield Town in the FA Cup third round in 2013 rescinded. He's let it go. Yeah, only ten years ago. He's let it go. Uh, Lewis Suarez cheated yet again by handling the ball into the goal, consequently resulting in Liverpool winning two one. This was Mansfield handling the ball to knock Liverpool out of the decision. Would have been the complete opposite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we'd like to, you know, we'll rescind it from your mind. Yeah. Might be time to let it go after 10 years. I don't know. Morgan says, I once uh, won a fancy dress party award. Barnfest 09, C Trophy. He says he's obviously sent the picture. Basically only because I knew the organiser. <laughs> I stumbled around drunk, dressed in black all night. Um, giving women chocolates dressed as the milk tray man. <laughs> I should never have won. And the guilt has eaten away at me for 14 oh, years. Wow, he, wants it he wants it rescinded. He wants it rescinded. He doesn't want the trophy anymore. He doesn't he want to Send the Barnfest 09 fancy dress award trophy back to us, Morgan. Um, we can pass uh, it on. We'd be much obliged. Maybe we'll re- send, or a replay. We'd send it to Freddie Mercury. He really should have won that he night. Really should have, he would have been yeah. good at it. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. we are. Um, you thought we couldn't read all this one out, but I'll read some yeah, of it, it gets, out. It turns a bit dark, this yeah. one, doesn't it? This is Jim, the Leicester fan. Me mm. and my brother are in the Scouts in Leicester. Yeah. At one meeting, we were supposed to be putting up tents. However, we were messing about instead. Mm. Later, we stood in front of the whole group and the Scout leader cut our badges off with a knife. That's a bit weird. <laughs> bit much, isn't yeah. it? And told us we were out of the Scouts. It's like an old TV show called Branded <laughs> years ago with Chuck. Oh. 
uh, what was his name? Chuck uh, Connors. And they he's, he's kicked out of the cavalry and they break the sword over the leg. They rip the epaulets off. Oh. It's like it's in, in public. Hand it's, in your badge. What do you do when you're branded? Isn't it? Hand in your badge. And so, yes, we were told we were out of the scouts. Uh, this yeah. was rescinded very quickly after we got home and told our dad, basically, uh, it was... Uh, dad marched down, basically. Yeah, dad marched down yeah. and threatened the scoutmaster with violence. It all turned very dark. We won't bring you the whole sorry story, but Jim, thanks for the start of that, it anyway. Actually, that's a good, that's a good text topic there, Paul. My, my dad marched it down, or my yeah. mum marched it down. it doesn't escalate too much. No, once I, yeah. kick, I kicked the ball into the bloke round our village green... Yeah. He used to live around the village green, yeah. and he did not like balls going into his garden. And you thought, I think, well, you live around the village green's a goal there, mate. Mm. Grumpy was called, of course, because of that. Yeah. Anyway, ball went in once. He took it. It was my new mitre delta, Paul. Oh, yeah. Brand new red and white mitre delta. He kept hold of it. Grumpy kept hold of it. Went and got me dad. Dad marched down. Got me ball back. Dad marched yeah, down. Dad my dad was good down. at marching down. Yeah, yeah, I bought a yeah. pair of football boots from a sports shop at the top of our road. Yeah. And I wore them for a game and they started to split. Oh. And uh, the guy in the shop said, oh, you've worn them in the rain. Um, <laughs> and so I went back to my dad and he said, they changed them for you. I said, yeah. no, he said, I'd got them wet and worn them in the rain. So my dad marched down. Dad marched with, down. Got no joy from the bloke either. Oh. So then stood outside his shop and as people went to go in, my dad said, before you go in, my son bought these boots. He only wore them once in the rain. Look. Nice. Look at it. And it's warm in the rain. Yeah, yeah, but they've started to come split, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he won't change them. Oh, blimey, that's bad, isn't it? Wow. Oh, yeah. Went out of business soon that afternoon. Soon changed them then. <laughs> yeah, my dad marched down. With a bell. Did he have a bell? <laughs> I think he did. <laughs> my dad marched down. We'll take those. They'll be mum, lovely. Or my mum's, mums, mums a fierce oh, No, you don't want mums to march down. No, no, no. It's, it's really it gone, really up, gone up a level then. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Uh, tweet to TS H&J. You can get in touch uh, this afternoon. There we are. I'd like an offside goal. I scored as an 11-year-old, rescinded, mm. laced the beauty into the top corner, ran off celebrating to have my goal called offside by the Lionos flag. Only then did I realise the person with the flag raised was my own dad. Oh, no. Oh, really? The opposite of your dad marching down, who had taken over the running of the line due to an injury to the original Lino. He simply said, you were marginally off. <laughs> oh, no. The car journey home was pretty quiet, especially as the opposition had some favourable favorable calls from the person running the line for them. We still talk about it 29 years later. Wow. Gary, the Spurs fan. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh, people reacting to the Owen Farrell news. Oh, yes. that one gone? That was a cool... I was thinking, I couldn't find Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Things would disappear down the page. Oh, here it is, yeah. Um, good afternoon, gents. Great show. Uh, Owen Farrell, what a joke. Serious foul play from a repeat offender, yet the cloak of in, 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 invincibility. Beautiful. A.K.A. the England captaincy strikes again. Yeah, yeah. It is. People. I mean, it, it is quite a odd... Maybe it's I think most people are surprised. They need him in the World Cup, perhaps. You know, to, it's one that of those things. That is the case. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A new podcast, Charlie, on a very interesting topic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great podcast. It's my friend Margaret Caborn smith She's an actress. She's a comedian. Um, she's been in absolutely nearly every TV show you've yeah. ever seen on telly she's been in yeah. um, and she talks to people about their crushes right and married people and people who are in long term relationships but also you know people are, uh, about their crushes and their school crushes yeah. it's a really funny really interesting conversations she has with people she's got her own crush yeah and she went to meet him she's married with uh, two kids I think mm. and uh, she went to meet him this weekend she joins us now doesn't she? hello yeah. Margaret 
Hello, Charlie. That is an unbearable way to introduce me. Thank you. What, married yes. with two kids and Mar- meant to yeah, meet your yeah. crush? Yeah. Why? Why are you telling someone that I'm married with two kids? Just trying to keep it a secret. Did you tell no, Ryan? Really did you not. tell Ryan Reynolds that you were married with two kids? Or did, you, did you keep it really? Why? Why didn't you mention your husband? Yeah. It, 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 funnily enough, it didn't come up. Like I, I met him. I mean, he was trying to leave, bless him. Um, and uh, Humphrey Carr, who is, I believe, he's a friend of the show, isn't mm, he? Yes, he um, is, yes. Yeah. Big friend. Yeah, so he was very, very generous in letting me uh, <laughs> sort of come and crash the director's box at Wrexham. And um, and actually, well, so so I did eventually get a photo with him. And I think, I mean, I really tried not to embarrass Humphrey too mm. much, but it was... It, yeah, it was reasonably embarrassing. I, I've seen the photo. It has, it does have the whiff of competition winner about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone said um, it's got a real vibe of uh, with her care work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it didn't help that I did the whole thing like in this ridiculous yellow mat. So we mm. do sort of look like Paddington Bear as well. Yeah. So, I mean, th- there would have been that eggy conversation with Humphrey saying, uh, Ryan, I've got this friend, <laughs> <Yeah>. she's an <laughs> actress, she's coming she She thinks you're great, she's got a crush on you. Would you, would you just meet her? Got a crush I on mean, you. That she's... conversation happened in your name, Margaret, didn't it, I think? I mean, yeah. It's, it's funny because um, Wrexham, if Wrexham had won, I mm. think I would have pushed it even further. There was part of me that wanted, to, what I really wanted to do was say, look, in this photo... Could you look at me like you love me? Mm, lovely, yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> because that would be the best photo to have, wouldn't it? If, if Ryan Reynolds is looking at me adoringly. Yeah, I with, mean, his, I with his wife next to him. Sure, yeah. with both of our partners hovering nearby. Yeah, yeah. how did that yeah, go? How did, the, how did the negotiation with, was there a negotiation with your husband about it? Or I'm going oh. to do this, you can't stop me in a sort of Shirley Valentine way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was sort of annoyingly complacent to the mm. point where I was like, now I'm going to try and get off with him. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, was like I was like, please, you know, do you mind if I go and try and meet him? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he, he actually said, I trust Ryan Reynolds' taste. Just so rude. <laughs> oh, wow. But as I say, if they'd won, yeah. I might have gone, yeah, can, look, can you get off with me just to prove a point yeah. to my husband? I mean, they, they you... say don't meet your heroes. So yeah. what about meeting your crushes, Margaret? Yeah, I don't know if this is a theme yeah. that comes up well, in the podcast. Is it good or bad? Have it, you been well, horrible? It comes up a lot. No, what's mm. interesting is that if that... So I, my crush when I was 15 was Hugh Laurie, mm. and I met him then and it was very it was very different in some ways and really similar in others it it was different because I think I honestly thought we might I thought we had a bond yeah yeah you know when when you're 15 your crushes are so strong you sort of think I can't feel this strongly Mm. without him you know having some some kind of bond with me and obviously as a as a woman in my 40s with Mm. a husband and kids I do know I do know I'm not mad that you know things were not going to work out with Ryan Reynolds, oh. but weirdly, there was still a part of me. Yeah. Imagine if they had. I mean, imagine, imagine if they well, had. If, hey, still... I love your yellow cagoule. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That seems. I mean, to be honest, he's such a nice man. That mm. is the sort of thing. I'm surprised he doesn't get whisked away by sort of mad <laughs> middle-aged women more. <laughs> I think a trip to the Wrexham director's box a couple of years ago would have oh. been a very, very different <laughs> afternoon out. Yeah. Than, than, oh. than it is now. Do you have a football team, Margaret? Um, I, I'm, listen, football broke my heart so badly oh. that I have, like, I've turned again it. Yeah, I, right. um, 
Uh, I was, I'm embarrassed to say, a Liverpool fan during the Spice Boys era. Oh, yeah, oh. okay, a white suit. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been to see, I went to see Norwich. Basically, the other thing that I didn't tell Humphrey was I am a jinx. And I have been to see, I think this was my fifth football match that I've been to see, professional football. And I have never seen my team win. Oh, lovely. Uh, and yeah, they lost, and didn't they? They lost 5-2. They lost, yeah. But it was the first time I've ever seen my team score. Oh, you're the owner's wife. I forgot that. Yes, of course. Yes. But do you know what? It was funny I, when, I, when, when I was watching, because I did really get into the match as well. I was thinking, God, it's amazing how quickly I got into saying we. And I couldn't stop myself. And I knew I have no right at all to say we. <laughs> yeah. But I did, you know, I really, really cared. And I love, you know, I love the documentary. And, you know, it's hard not to get drawn in but I don't know how you guys do it I find it so heartbreaking even just watching that you know it's the opening match of the season they can afford to lose a bit you know but I was still a bit devastated until I then got to. You're going to get Charlie on a future episode, Margaret. I mean, have you got? Did you oh, get Kim Wilde? Kim Wilde on that once. Kim Wilde on that once. I want to get Charlie and Wild. his wife. Yes. That is, that is, Hers is Barry McGuigan. Hers was Barry <laughs> McGuigan. Really? Oh my God. That is incredible. <laughs> Has she met him? <laughs> no, nice Barry McGuigan and uh, is it Andrew McCarthy? Was that a person? Oh, it was Andrew McCarthy. She's met both. She hasn't really got a type, has she? No. <laughs> she would tower over Barry McGuigan, surely. Well, people like tall women, you know. It's true. So, Kim Wilde and Sylvia from Heidi High was my other one. But I, I just feel like... Oh, they were foxy, those, those women. But I don't know if that's just lust. I don't know if that counts as a crush, you know. No, it doesn't Because I used to really. like Mark, Mark Hughes' thighs as well. So, okay. Oh, you know, good so. thighs. Just mm, the way it goes, thighs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's more coveting. You just want those guys, don't you? I don't (laughs) believe you. So Crushed crushed. is available wherever you get your podcast at Margaret Cable. Did you record it? it? Did you record your meeting with him or not? For the podcast? No, sadly, no, no, no. People were, everyone was saying, get him on, get him on. But I think he's, I mean, I think he gets asked like every two minutes to do yeah. something, and usually it's for charity. So I'm, I wasn't that much okay. for charity, oh. sadly, <laughs> despite the despite yellow Despite what you look like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, thanks very much. Thanks, Margaret. Thank you for having me. Yeah, crushed. Yeah, yeah. Crushed is cool. Yeah. Sounds it's very, fun, very fun. It? Lots of great guests. And a lot of very good names on yes. it. So, yeah, go and check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, there we are. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. We're going to find out more about the club that made uh, Britain's most expensive uh, signing. Moises Caicedo, we're going to chat to Gregor Robertson who uh, went over and spent some time at Independiente in uh, Quito, the club that, uh, that he played for they in Ecuador. got a bit of a cut, do they, Paul? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow, they've done some incredible business. They've got a lot of overseas players and they've sell on fees and everything, but uh, people are getting wise to it. But, yeah, very interesting piece by Greg. We'll chat about that. Before that, though, um, we, we, it's not official yet, but it, it, everybody reporting that Ben Stokes is going to return for the one-day World Cup. Um, we spoke to Ben this time last year, myself right. and Andy. And we talked about his decision from uh, to retire from uh, the uh, fifty over game. I've only stepped away from fifty over format. Bearing in mind, so basically yeah. twenty. But look, you think of all the talk over the last couple of years about Test cricket dying, losing out to white ball cricket and franchise tournaments. You know, there's people prioritising Test cricket now. You know, the people who are saying that Test cricket's dying out, I don't think that's right because you're looking at players now who are coming and really look at the schedule and go what do I need to do to make sure that I'm fit and firing to go for the test matches when they come around so I couldn't be happier as test captain and I also couldn't be happier as a, as a huge test ambassador because it's it's the best format of the game mm-hmm. it's the pinnacle of cricket you know test cricket will never die and I hope it doesn't there we are Ben Stokes chatting to us this time uh, last year about the lure of the World Cup has proved too much here to chat about that and more is the former England spinner turned broadcaster Phil Tufnell are you Tufnell Phil alright fellas how are we yeah, yeah we're good. good we're not too bad thanks Kat. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll come on to uh, Ben in a minute but first you have an important message for us you've been doing a bit of work with Heart UK haven't you Yes, I've been uh, involved in a campaign with Novartis and Heart UK uh, called Back in the Game. And uh, that's about controlling the levels of your cholesterol, which is a, a silent killer. And um, and if you have had a heart attack or a stroke, literally getting back in the game, keeping yourself fit and uh, going out and playing sport with your mates. Has it opened your eyes to that as well? Mm, as yeah. a man of a certain age, sorry. All those happen- cakes and the TMS box. <laughs> it's, it's happening to us all, isn't it? <laughs> Well, it is a little bit. I know the TMS box is, is full of cakes. <laughs> and lemon drizzles, my favourite. But uh, yeah, you've got to keep an eye on it, that's for sure. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, it, it was the passing of Shane Warne, the late, great Shane mm. Warne, that just sort of, like, got my attention, you know, looked so fit and well and, and what have you, aged 52, uh, and then had a heart attack. And that sort of, like, really brought it to my attention. And uh, it's so easy just to go along and get yourself tested, go to your GP. Uh, it takes no time at all. You'll know the the, the answer in a couple of minutes. And, and then you can just control it and you know where you stand. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Heart UK's website has got all the details of the campaign to, to get back in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. So, yeah, we heard from Ben there. As we said, yeah. the lure of, of uh, a, a tournament that, that you've shone in before, is, it sounds like it's proved too much. It's, it's great news, isn't it? 
Well, I mean, any side with Ben Stokes in it, for my mind, is great news. Not only for the way he plays, which, I mean, we saw this summer was just sensational. I mean, that 155 at Lords was something to behold, wasn't it? It yeah. was amazing. Mm. Uh, but also just the whole package that he brings, you know, he's such a leader. He's such a sort of talisman uh, for that England side. And I think Josh Butler, Butler will be absolutely begging him to come back for a stab at the World Cup. Did so well, got man of the match last time at Lords. Um, and he just brings so much to the side. So uh, fingers crossed. Um, they're going to lure him back. I mean, and I think he should do. You know, we're a long time retired, we always say. And mm. if you've got the chance to go and, you know, um, play in a World Cup, I, I think you've got to, you know. I mean, it's it's just such an occasion. So I'm keeping my fingers well and truly crossed and my toes that he comes back and has a go. The other thing he was doing, of course, in the summer was spin bowling in the nets, wasn't he? he, was, he was, <laughs> when, they, when they thought he might have to turn his arm. I mean, would he, would he be able to do... Tell me why he wouldn't be able to do that, Phil. Well, listen, he can do most things, can't he, the boy? <laughs> um, I saw that as well. He was he was warming up at the start of the test matches, bowling a few off offies. Um, I know, you know, listen, his knee is, is giving him a lot of trouble, isn't it? That is for sure. So um, whether he can bowl or not, I mean, even if it's just a couple of overs, I'm not quite sure about off spin, but uh, the, the conditions will certainly over in India take a little yeah. bit of spin, but just him in the field. And I think it'll be such a, a sort of a, a help to Josh Butler as well. He's, he's captaincy during the test matches has impressed me so much you know um, just his tactics and the way he leads the guys I think someone by Ben uh, by uh, Josh Butler's side helping him out because it is difficult to captain in white ball cricket things happen so fast that uh, I think it would just be such a help to this England side and at a time when we worry about players uh, prioritising franchise cricket, I mean, he's making quite a financial sacrifice. There's a pretty good chance by doing this he'll miss the IPL. Um, and, you know, as we all know, that's incredibly lucrative, isn't it? Well, yes, I mean, definitely. Uh, but I think, you know, perhaps he's at the stage of his career now when he's thinking a little bit more along the lines, well, hold on, you know, you know England's my priority. Mm. He's already... At, uh, about the test match stuff and wanting to sort of, you know, make that the pinnacle, which it always is. But I, I think he, he loves playing for England. He loves representing his country. So, you know, I think in the back of his mind, he might think to himself, well, a few quid can wait. Yeah. It was quite a summer, wasn't it? I mean, incredible Ashes oh, series and it sort of captured everybody's imagination. And I don't know if we're seeing the results of that. I mean, anecdotally, people are saying there's maybe more kids rocking up at cricket clubs and having a net because they, they were excited by what they saw. Well, I, well, I hope so. Um, it was sensational, mate. I mean, I tell you, I, I was on the edge of my seat. You couldn't listen, Every... could you? You couldn't, you couldn't watch. I was, I was listening to you and I was like, get, get, get a grip. <laughs> a route, reverse sweeping. <laughs> the yeah. number one bowler on the most crucial morning of the Ashes, and he decides to go for the reverse sweep, <laughs> and then he fell off the chair. I mean, it was, it was it was sensational stuff. I mean, as you know, cricket sometimes can be a little bit pedestrian. You can wander around and have a chat to your mates, but you were gripped every single delivery, every session. Mm. 
something. It was it was truly a uh, a, a wonderful series, and and we were so unlucky, you know, not to come away with the victory. A couple of days of rain in Old Trafford really stuffed us, but uh, no, it was a fantastic series, and um, and it really did sort of like spark uh, the imagination. Everyone was buzzing about it. Everyone was talking about it down the pub and walking down the street. Everyone coming up to me going, "Oh, what do you think's going to happen?" and this, that, and the other. It was uh, it was truly a sensational summer. It's, I, I, when you when you were just on the cusp of retiring, Phil, you'd pop in and see me and Andy, and you'd uh, do a little half hour of us after training with Middlesex. And I just wondered what the game plan was. But it's been an interesting post uh, yeah. cricket career for you, isn't it? I mean, king of the jungle, and now yeah. one of the sort of frontline commentary team on on radio. Did you did you have a game plan when you packed up? Well, I'd like to say I did. Um, <laughs> But no, not really. No, it was one of those things when you, you never quite know when the day is going to sort of come along, when you're going to sort of bang your boots up, so to speak. And uh, I was very lucky then to um, go and do a few things on the old TV and what have you, which turned out well. Uh, but then to be involved still in the game yeah. and go and compensate it. I mean, we got the best seat in the house, you know, we get cakes, we get lunch. And we haven't got some bloke trying to knock a red off at 90 miles an hour. So it, <laughs> it, it's, it's the second best. And you also get all the atmosphere as well. I mean, we're down there on the on the pitch in the mornings and talking to all the fellas and what have you. So, uh, no, truly lucky to be still involved in it. Love the game. And to watch it all unfold in front of you, uh, you know, during the summer is, a, is an absolute honour and an absolute treat. So lovely, loving every single minute of it. I loved you going round uh, a pop art exhibition for the one show oh, that was uh, some of the some of the weird and wonderful <laughs> things you've done in the last few years yeah, Lichtenstein well, yeah. well there you go well I do I do like the art I do a bit of painting oh. once in a while get a bit of time off splash it all about you know I'm, is it, are I'm you very, a bit I'm Jack very, Russell is it cricket yeah, nice. is it cricket no. stuff Cat? no I'm very good at circles. Circles, I'm in the two at them. Perhaps I might move on to squares yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah. You can do the boundary, but not the wicket. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of abstract stuff. Oh, but, wow. Uh, Oh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Are you, you have your exhibition soon. Yeah, That'd be fantastic. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the long run. In the long run, Lord. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, no. A lot of a lot of the cricketers enjoy the painting. Actually, as you say, Jack Russell just being one of the main kind of guys. But uh, yeah, yeah that's what it is when it, it, it's very cathartic. You know, you can sit down, mm. relax, and just yeah. take everything in your mind and splash a bit about. I enjoy it. Lovely. Now we do a thing every week. If we're going to get you involved, it's called celebrity yeah. combination lock. It's pretty straightforward. This yeah. won't be the worst yeah. thing Phil's ever done. It won't be. No, <laughs> let's hope not. Hey, we'll find out <laughs> in the next few minutes. Uh, anyway, let's give you the intro. Here we go. Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby and lock keeper, Charlie Baker. Yeah, Celebrity Combination Lock. It's pretty straightforward. We have a combination lock here, uh, Tuffers, that we, yeah. we can't yeah. open. It belongs to our assistant producer. He can't get all of his gym can't kit out of the locker. Out, we just need to get these four numbers uh, for him. Um, we're going to give you a, a bit of a barometer because the actor, Blake Harrison, in between us... Yeah. Uh, star said um, one two oh seven recently. Three of yeah. those numbers are right. Two of them yeah. are in the correct place. So yeah. one two oh seven. Bear in mind, three of those numbers are correct. So you can repeat three of them, yeah. and two of them yeah. are in the correct 
exact spot. So uh, The only rule is, Phil, we don't knock the lock. We don't d- knock the lock. Don't knock the lock. If you uh, think this is a bad idea, which you probably do, and I wouldn't blame you for it, <laughs> don't knock the lock. Uh, but um, So on that basis, 1207, um, three numbers correct, two in the correct place. What four numbers are you going for? Well, I, I've, added, I've given this some thought, oh, okay. fellas. Okay. Oh, yeah, first time for everything. And I've come, <laughs> and I've come up with... One three two seven. Okay, well let's okay, put those let's in. Look at that. I mean, nicely. Let's <laughs> remind the knock the remains unlocked, so that's good. Okay, we've got to okay. remind ourselves of the numbers, haven't we? Here we go. Yeah, okay. One. Yeah. Okay, Charlie, do your worst. Here we go. One. Yeah, those in. One three. Three. Two. That's three going in. Two going in now. There's seven. Here we go. Come on. Oh. No? It's not no. right, Phil. No, it's not so right. Close, Let, let's, Phil. let's see how many you got right. Here we go. Um, how, how three. Many? Three. three. Well, right. How many in the correct place? Zero. Oh! A duck. <laughs> A duck. Carry your bat, well, not for the first I'm, time. I'm used to that. <laughs> At least it weren't a pair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there was a mistake there. One was in the correct Oh, one was in there. You got a one. You got a one little was one. was in the correct One place, not so. out, like Jack Leach. There it, it's just struck me that this is crying out for Andy Zortzman, isn't it, Phil? This is it, the... Yes. Yes, phone up Zoltz, the mad professor. He'll sort it out. Yeah. He had it. Oh, what a, what a summer he had. He was just talking to us about record-breaking efforts from everything. Yeah. Virtually every minute he was coming up with some sensational stat yeah. that the board had broken. It was incredible. There's no one, uh, Paul and I both know him from uh, other jobs, there's no one more yeah. suited to that job oh. than Andy Zaltzman. <laughs> I couldn't be happier for one man yeah. in, a, in a job than it's, Andy Zaltzman. It's his absolute dream job, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. He enjoys himself. And he looks like a mad professor anyway, doesn't he? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I always look at when Billie Eilish goes, hey, who's ready to party? And then, Does she say, uh, is that her catchphrase? No, no, she'll come out of like a festival or something and go, who's ready to party? And then all her songs are like, oh, and I couldn't find my keys. Is that one of hers? <laughs> couldn't find my keys? I was trying to keep it a bit... A bit <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it a bit and, happier than they actually are. Yeah, you and, and that you say that improv show you were involved in never worked out. Charlie. <laughs> my keys, where were they? Okay, I I'm, couldn't find my keys. I'm not familiar with the work, keys. but uh, I mean, I you'll find that was a good Billy Eilish impression. I've heard bits and pieces, but I hope she finds her keys. I'm a bit worried about her at the moment. <laughs> really, I mean, she won't be able to get in. I put them down on the side. Um, Stephen Chalfont, um, my mum marched down, my dad oh, marched yeah, down. Lovely, uh, when, lovely. Uh, yeah, I was once caught uh, in physics and the teacher threw a board rubber at my head and cut my eyelid, Billy eyelid. <laughs> I went home and told my mum, and mum marched down to the school. Yeah. Oh, mum marched down mum to the school. Down Straight into the teacher's down. lounge. Found the physics teacher. I had a big smile on my face thinking, here it comes. And she turned to me and said, now apologise to Mr Piggott for talking in class. Oh, See? I reckon she was making a point, though, deep down. When mums turn, that yeah. can happen. <laughs> yeah. This is weird. Uh, oh, yeah. We talked to Margaret Cable-Smith about Crushed, uh, 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 a podcast, podcast yeah. about Crushes. Hers is on Ryan Reynolds, and she got to meet him the other day at Wrexham. My partner, Chloe, had a crush on Mr Blobby oh. when she was younger. Because he made her laugh. Well, they do say, you know, yeah, you we know. always look for a sense yeah. of humour. He makes me laugh. Um, no idea what that says about me, says Ian. 
Yeah. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> Ian um, walks into a room, falls over, yeah. smashes everything. Just over. Says one word repeatedly. <laughs> he does a mean Billy Irish impression. I understand. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's how uh, this afternoon unfolded. Um, Charlie, you're back on Thursday. See you Thursday, Paul, Look for a spread. Amongst other things. Amongst other England things. England will be in the final by then. That's right. We'll all be building up to the face. Yeah, hope so, eh? Brilliant. Let's no, hope definitely. So. I'm back with Andy tomorrow, where hopefully we'll be uh, reflecting on a fine semi-final victory for England's women in Australia. Uh, but uh, until then, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.